Welcome to College Sense and Sensibility, where we share first-gen tips for navigating college and beyond. I'm Yutunde, and with me is my co-host, Emmanuel. Hey, Yutunde, ready to continue our counselor training series? Absolutely. So what are we talking about today? So today we're going to be talking about everybody's favorite, evaluating transcripts. (laughs) And I say that because I remember when I first started, I was so nervous evaluating transcripts and I'll, I'll be real with you even after like a decade in depending on where it's from I always tell the students like hey I can't guarantee you 100% that this is going to be this at the school because I am not the evaluator at that school while there are tools out there that can definitely help it still could be a little subjective right absolutely Yeah, absolutely. And so the first thing I feel like that's pretty easy and straightforward is like going through assist, right? When they go through, you know, I'm going to put a caveat out there, like we're in the California community college system. So when they go through, you know, another California community college, feel very, very confident, feel pretty good about that because I can usually go on assist, go to the community college they attended, and then look up by the year, which is important as a new counselor. Remember, don't just punch in like, hey, this is a current year, it's fine. But look at the year that they attended because sometimes those classes are a little different. Maybe the unit requirements changed. Maybe the area has changed. So remember, things can update every year or every semester, depending maybe on the community college you're at. So definitely check in with I would say with the with a veteran counselor if you're doing your first unofficial evaluation and just kind of go through it right I would say start off with assist if they went to another community college you know if it's a it's if it's a 1a English composition class somewhere else you know it's going to be that English composition class um, for you typically as well but you know every college may have their own little uh, there are little pieces, so I always say definitely. Also, another go-to person that I do is I work collaborate closely with our evaluators to make sure everything is kind of in line for the students. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love what you're saying because I think a lot of people sometimes I think people overlook the the necessity of um, making friends with eval people like evaluators or folks in the other offices like admissions and records that that deal with student transcripts. Um, As a learning counselor, I want to encourage you to not only establish a rapport with your students, but have a go-to person (laughs) in your admissions office that you connect with and can ask questions just in, in learning, you know, some of these processes. Because one of the things that I really appreciate is when a college is really good about, um, um, archiving like their old GE sheets or their old catalogs on their websites. But if we're being honest, not every college does that, right? So um, when it when it's time for evaluating a student's transcripts, if a student is not able to, you know, pull up their records themselves, you know, I rely on what that college has on their website to sort of gauge how courses are used. And like you said, if we're, if you're in California you went to a community college in California, or you even went to a CSU or UC, you know, there are certain things that are just very consistent, but there are enough nuances from campus to campus that um, 
you know, when you're when you're looking at evaluations, you want to definitely make sure in addition to assist, you're looking on that college's, you know, I love looking at the college's website, seeing what they have archived, looking at the kind of degree programs they have. Right. Because if they have similar degree programs to our college, then I know that classes are typically consistently used the same way. Right. So if they have a lot of health programs, I know they're probably going to have some applied chemistry courses. Right. Or they're going to have, you know, math options that are varied for like health sciences versus STEM typically. Right. So those are the kind of things I look for when I'm evaluating. And then that just helps me zero in on what class, how classes can be equivalent. Absolutely. And that's so important. And I think another tool that I use is like the TES system that I'll look at the other CSUs or the UCs to see if that work from that college has already been evaluated. Because it's a little tricky if it's outside, right, of the community college system, because that's where the TES can really help you. Do you want to share? Do you want to share what TES stands for? For people who don't know? So TES stands for the Transfer Evaluation System. It is uh, usually basically think of it like a database where they'll keep in courses that they've already trans um, that they already basically um, evaluated from an another transfer institution, not a community college necessarily. It can be, um, but sometimes what it will be mainly for is I see a lot of the private schools on there. And they'll say like, hey, this counts as this course counts as a B4 math requirement. This course counts as an arts and humanities requirements or as an English requirement. That's really good because I feel like it's really important. One, of course, to look at the data when the student took it. But it's really nice because, you know, if it's one of the golden four requirements, then, you know, like those English critical thinking that that you feel pretty good, like, okay. This is good. This looks like it's set. But of course, it could be per the institution that they're transferring to. I do have the students sometimes check in with uh, representatives as well. If I'm brand new, um, now that I've been doing it for a decade, I feel like pretty confident. But when I'm new, I say, hey, let's check in with uh, with the admissions representative to see if there's some other resources that they can provide. Many times they're not going to evaluate it. They're going to tell you, mm, we don't do the evaluation ahead of time. So that is sometimes a bummer, but it never hurts to ask. It never hurts to check, especially if it's a college or university that's nearby that they may get a lot of students to. Sometimes they have a resource, right, that they can already do that. And you don't have to like guess, do the guessing work, right? Or have that student take that class again or the same class that they may get credit for um, and they already have credit for somewhere else. Mm, Okay. So now not every campus has a test set up though, correct? Absolutely. So that's the other thing, right? Is looking, depending on the institution that they want to transfer to, uh, they want to attend. Yeah, sometimes they won't have the TES set up. So sometimes what we're going to have to do is we're going to read that class description, right? We're going to look at how it falls on that school. Like, is it a general education at that school? Is it an English composition? Is it a prerequisite for a course? And one of the things that I do also is look at, like, attend the UC and the CSU conferences and there a lot of times sometimes they'll have like evaluation sessions so it can kind of give you like an insight on how they evaluate like for example i try to attend 
um, that you see conference every year where we learn just about like evaluating like an English class, what are the components that they're looking for? If it says grammar or something like that along those lines, it might not be necessarily an English class they're gonna count for. Um, does it have a prerequisite, right? Like, so those little quick tips to make you feel a little more secure. I always tell my students, look, I can, you know, I'm gonna do my best. I'm gonna work with the evaluator over here sometimes. I'm gonna do my best as evaluation. And again, I've been, doing this for a decade now, so I feel pretty confident sometimes in some of the skills. But I always tell them, I can't guarantee you 100%. I'm not the admissions representative, unfortunately. I'm not the evaluator at that other institution. So if you took something outside in, outside of the community college, I can't guarantee you that when you're transferring that it's going to count here. Mm -hmm. So then is there, do you feel like there's, when you first started, because you just referenced when you first started, do you feel like there was one thing that really helped you in terms of being able to get through evaluations, unofficial evaluations quickly? So by, by that, I mean, you know, um, I found that it was helpful to know um, some of the basics of our of our college, but then the other colleges around us. Right. So, you know, our neighboring four or five community colleges who all transfer primarily to maybe three or four CSUs in our local area or two or three CSUs in our local area, right? And then the two UCs in our area and getting to know like the programs, the way the transcripts look, you know, um, their catalogs, their websites, and just kind of familiar, just having sort of like my go-tos within our area and knowing our area really well. I found like that helped with um, doing unofficial evaluations, um, especially because, you know, we offer a lot of health programs and a lot of our local colleges are some of our, you know, not competitors, but other community colleges also offer similar programs. So it was helpful to know, okay, this chemistry at our school is this number and it's the exact same number at this college and then it's 109 at this college and then it's 220 at this college and so when i look at the transcript i already know exactly what class i'm looking at because i've just feel familiarized myself with the local area that's a great tip and i'm just going to go into our one thing and I kind of want to take your one thing right now that you just mentioned, but I love how you said familiarizing yourself with the most, like the institutions around you and maybe like at least get to network, I would say with the admissions representatives or the evaluations. If you can go to the, you know, if it's a neighboring school, talk to see if they have any conferences that they can go for community college counselors. And I would say that'd be my one thing is, is, really familiarize yourself with the ones that your students are going to the most because that's you can't learn every single thing you're when you're first starting right and so if you first start with those pieces i feel like that's such a great tip you today so it's my one thing but it's really yours <laughs> from you so what would be your one thing you today my one thing definitely would be um learning with archive materials, like understanding archive materials, knowing how to look up time, uh, you know, like the time a student took a course, because it's not unusual to get a student who, you know, took a five or 10 year break from community college and now is ready to jump back in. So 
for me, it's been, you know, learning how to use um, resources such as Assist, such as archived um, catalogs, and also the CCC transfer website that we mentioned in our very first episode of our counselor resources, um, new counselor resources episode. Those have been golden in terms of helping me get through evaluations quickly and learning how to do them well. Awesome. Thanks, Yatende. And for listeners out there, please remember this podcast is for informational purposes only. Check in with your college for training, appropriate training and resources to make sure that you can maximize your learning. All right, y'all. So we need to try to bump up our subscribers. So please subscribe. If you haven't, please follow us. And Yatende, do you mind letting our listeners know where they could find us at? So listeners, we want to hear from you. If anything we've said today resonates or if you've got a question, you want to make a comment, you can find us at CC underscore sensibility on both IG and Twitter. And you can also email us at CC and sensibility at gmail.com. That's CC and at gmail.com. And until next time, keep learning.